in the beginning, the land was featureless. A massive serpent appeared and its body carved mountains and valleys as it moved across the barren land. Waterholes formed and fed into streams. When the serpent tired, it slipped into a waterhole which soothed its body and it went to sleep. The snake was the aboriginal rainbow serpent and this is Legends from the Pacific. Aloha, and thank you for joining us. This is Legends from the Pacific, episode 85, The Aboriginal Rainbow Serpent. I am Kamuwala Kaneshiro, a native Hawaiian professional writer, speaker, and Comic-Con panelist with extensive film and television experience. I study mythology, I've encountered unusual things, and I'm a geek. You can support us by getting two or three of your friends to listen to our show. This simple request goes a long way in helping us grow our show. Later in this episode, your featured song and Hawaiian word, but first, the Rainbow Serpent. Paintings representing the Rainbow Serpent first appeared after the last Ice Age over 6,000 years ago, which makes the Rainbow Serpent one of the oldest spiritual beliefs still in existence. The Rainbow Serpent helped shape the Earth and peacefully united the various Aboriginal tribes. It was also the largest and most powerful of Dreamtime beings. If you recall, the Rainbow Serpent was first mentioned in Episode 4 about the Bunyip. Now, what I share about the Rainbow Serpent may differ from what you know because its name and stories vary from the different tribes. In fact, the Rainbow Serpent's name wasn't from Aboriginals, but anthropologist Alfred Radcliffe Brown, who saw the connection with all the myths. While he made it easier to reference the Rainbow Serpent instead of listing all its names, a drawback is that things were lost in translation, like the possibility of there being more than one Rainbow Serpent. The serpent is a large black snake with rainbow scales. It can shapeshift, alter its size, and turn invisible. It is mainly connected with water, life, and death. Because of this, it is not surprising to see its connection with fertility and transformation. While the Rainbow Serpent has been called the Great Father, it's been recorded that the serpent can be female or both male and female. It sleeps in a body of water until it is awakened by rain. It waits until the sun comes out, then flies to another watering hole. So, a rainbow is the serpent going to another location to sleep. It is also believed the serpent going to watering holes is why water holes never dry up when there's a drought. Animals quietly visit watering holes in case the serpent is sleeping there, and aboriginals have a procedure for respectfully approaching watering holes. This includes singing to identify yourself, stating your intentions, and asking if you may approach. You'd then rub mud on yourself, then quietly go about your business. Another reason why it is unwise to disrupt the rainbow serpent is because, while it may provide life, It can also kill people, cause cyclones, storms, or floods. When an aboriginal dies, it is believed 
the serpent collects their spirit. When a boy goes through his initiation ritual, the serpent devours him. Then he is regurgitated as a man with the soul of the departed. During these rituals, the serpent is depicted as female. The following is a Legends from the Pacific original story and is based on cultural records. The rainbow serpent formed the landscape as it searched for its people. Singing caught its attention and it found its people. They greeted the massive serpent and it happily watched its people sing and dance. After some time, the serpent told them they were dancing wrong and not only corrected them, but showed how they should dress. They celebrated until they were tired and a storm brewed. Everyone made shelters except for two brothers. The brothers had nowhere to go and asked the rainbow serpent if they could stay with it. The serpent agreed and opened its mouth. The brothers entered and were swallowed. The serpent, happy to have eaten, slithered away. The tribe woke but couldn't find the brothers or serpent. They followed the serpent tracks to a mountain where the snake slept. Many tried to reach the snake, but only two made it, and they cut the snake's stomach to free the brothers. However, the brothers were now birds and flew away. As the rescuers climbed down to their people, wind blowing through the rainbow serpent's belly woke the creature. The serpent hurled parts of the mountain at the people. While some hid, many became animals, birds, or insects and fled. When the snake's mountain became a hill, the creature was hot and slid along the landscape now populated with mountains. It ignored the new animals, passed the people it taught to dance and dress, then slipped into the cool sea. Today, scientists claim the rainbow serpent was actually the ribboned pipefish displaced by raising seas after the Ice Age. This theory states, since it was a time of great stress for Aboriginal tribes, the pipefish became a symbol of the land's transformation and people to cooperate for survival. In Victoria, the Rainbow Serpent Festival, which usually occurs in January, may sound like a spiritual celebration but seems more like a psychedelic concert, so just be aware and cautious if you decide to attend. Art classes commonly use the rainbow serpent as an assignment for symbolism and color. Also, the rainbow serpent appeared in comics during one of Constantine's adventures. While researching this being, I couldn't help but notice its similarities between the Maori's Tanefa and Hawaiian Mo'o. All were reptile-like, connected with water, and shaped the landscape. These commonalities can't help but beg the question, did Aboriginal tribes become Maori or Hawaiian? Were these stories adopted from trade like we've seen in our other episodes? Are these similarities just coincidence or part of an underlying truth shared by our subconscious? Whatever you believe, I feel the important thing is our episodes are encouraging you to think and possibly... Begin a dialogue.
If you feel our show deserves five stars, please give us that rating. I'd really appreciate it. Our theme song is Mystery by Tavana, courtesy of High Sessions. Sound effects are by Sound Effects Factory. Our music coordinator is Matt Duffy, a.k.a. DJ Triple Bypass. Links and show notes can be found on our website, legendsfromthepacific.com, including a link to your featured song, which is A Thousand Years by Corey Fujimoto, courtesy of High Sessions. Legends from the Pacific was written, produced, and edited by me, Kamuela Kaneshiro. I also wrote our original stories. Your featured Hawaiian word is Aukekulelia. Aukekulelia means Australia. An example of Aukekulelia is Crocodile Dundee is from Aukekulelia. Once again, Aukekulelia is Hawaiian for Australia. I'd like to point out that Australia had an older Hawaiian name, which was Nuholani. Nuholani is no longer used. Thank you once again for listening. Mahalo and a hui ho! Mm-hmm.